Welcome to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast, a time of devotional, discussion on everyday Christian topics, prayer, and even Bible trivia, with Professor Gigi, Miss Polly Pureheart, Miss Crown Call Chosen, and The Dude. Hello, everyone. Man. Hello. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys today? Doing okay. It's like um, it's Friday. It's Amen. Friday. <laughs> Friday. Yay! <laughs> so, what's the word today, Miss Crown called Chosen? Um, the word today is that I'm just gonna let the Holy Spirit lead. I was reading a scripture in terms of it was Esau and Jacob, and since yes, the scriptures be in my head and what the Lord was downloading to me. And I think Esau came back from the field in Genesis. And when he came back, he was so hungry. And that's found in Genesis 25. He was so hungry that Jacob was prepared a pot of stew, this red stew. And he loved the red beans. That's why he gets the name Edomite, because the descendant of Esau is the Edomite. And Edom means red. So he was that hungry because he came, the Bible says he came back from the wilderness. But when he came back from the wilderness, he was that hungry. And he said to, Jacob said to him, trade me your birthright. Or put it this way, the firstborn son. Give me your position as the firstborn or trade your, your position and make me the firstborn son. See, he said, what is it? What is it? Or what am I going to gain right now from my birth, right? When I'm starving, I'm hungry. And he traded. He said to him, I give you my, my rights, you know, as a firstborn son. And Jacob gave him the stew and he, he ate. And he was full. But after that, he came into, he was in, the Bible says he was in contempt. And because he was in contempt, the Lord draw me to something very very, very keen. How many of us have strayed our birthright just for a few moments? Or not just only us, but our generation before. And birthright has a lot of things to deal with. Birthright is a powerful thing. It brings access. It, it's a it's a realm. Let me put it this way. It's a realm whereby we walk in the blessings, the breakthroughs, the the expectation, the power of God, the covenant of God. See here, this man was at a place where he came back from the wilderness. Just for a pot of stew, he traded that which is of God, that God has released upon him just because he was a little bit hungry. Let's make the comparison now. Christ came out from the wilderness. He was hungry. He was starved. And the devil said to him, everybody know what the devil said to him? He said, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by the word of God. How many of us, and I put it in this context, our children, the enemy is trying, not all, I'm not saying anybody on the line, just let me say this. But in the world today, we've seen our children are being trading their birthright just for fame, for vanity, for the culture of the system of the world and it's going to cost 
a deliverance to bring back that birth because you're breaking covenant. When you're supposed to walk in that blessing, you're going to walk. It looks like nothing is happening. It looks like you're, you're getting the, the now. This Jacob was, uh, Esau was for the now, the now move. It looks like he was, okay, I'm hungry. I've been fed. But you gave me something that is so valuable that is a lifetime. That, that covenant that God made with you. What are we trading just for a few things? What are we trading for a few things? It is better to gain the world and to lose your relationship, your God. How many of us, our ancestors, our parents, our great grandfather, grandparents, that we might not know of, that has trained covenants, godly covenants, will, ungodly covenants to gain wealth, to gain success. There are many people today trading their God-given identity for fame and for vanity into the kingdom of darkness. What are we trading our birthright for? Do we understand the power of the birthright in God? I'm not preaching a sermon. Amen. Amen. That's something to think about. Be quiet on me. That's well, there's, um, you know, as the, the, the Christian singer Toby Mack, he um, is actually from mm -hmm. this area, the D.C. area, and his dad is still a real estate agent here. And he tells the story of his dad on the back of his business cards. He has the verse about what good is it to gain the world and lose your soul, you know, and, and that's just very important because there's nothing that the world can offer us that is more important than what we can get from God. What we can get from God is long lasting. It lasts forever. What we have here. Is temporary, you know, like they say, you've never seen the U-Haul going behind the hearse to the funeral because you just can't take the things here with you. Yes. Yeah, only only the Egyptians did that. <laughs> they put them in their tombs and then, you know, that 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 was fodder for the um for the um you know for the thieves to come in and steal all that stuff that they put in the graves with them because they, they put all kinds of stuff there, you know, that's how, how we have um, in museums, we have all these artifacts and stuff because they buried, you know, they buried themselves with all this stuff. So they never took it with them. We can see that. Um, I, I actually have, I'm telling you, God just brings stuff. Um, it's, it's short. I just want to because this brought to mind what uh, Tupanella is saying. It says, receiving your inheritance. But the Danites had difficulty taking possession of the territory, so they went up and attacked Leshem, took it, put it to the sword, and occupied it. Joshua 19.47. What is the spiritual inheritance God has reserved for you? When God told the Israelites, they were going to receive the promised land and it was not given to them on a silver platter. In fact, they would encounter 39 battles in taking the land God promised to them. It took a joint effort between God and the Israelites to engage in battle the enemy that maintained control of the land. God has given you and me a spiritual inheritance that must be won in the heavenlies. A dear friend and mentor once con con counseled me after watching my life over a period of over a period and said, the Lord has given you a spiritual inheritance. That inheritance lies in relationships. 
And because it lies in relationships, that is the place the enemy has attacked you most. The enemy always attacks us in the area where we are to receive our inheritance. You must walk in faithfulness and obedience to his righteousness in how you deal with relationships. There, these were words of wisdom and have since guided my path. The Lord has proven these words to be true. What is the spiritual inheritance he has reserved for you? What areas of your inheritance must you take possession of? The enemy of your soul does not want you to take possession. Put on your armor and begin walking in obedience into the areas God has called you to possess. So, you know, I was kind of short, but I think it's to the point that Tupanela spoke because, you know, Esau gave up his inheritance. He was the firstborn. You know, they were twins. There was a prophecy already from the beginning, you know, because when when Rebecca had them, had the kids, the twins, Esau came first, but his brother Jacob was holding on to his heel. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, he's going to usurp the, the firstborn's you know, he wants, he wants that position. And Jacob, in that sense, you know, we, 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 we listen to the, you know, Esau, Jacob, how they grew up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and Jacob at that point, is almost like <laughs> the enemy there, you know, mm-hmm. um, he was changed later because, you know, God changed his name to Israel, but we have to be very um, wary that the enemy is trying to take our inheritance also. Because, you know, I always say all those stories in the Bible have a meaning to us now. The Bible is not just a, you know, storybook or, or, or a, you know, book of um, history. It's his history throughout but it's for our transformation. It's for our listening to it, um, reading it, and transforming our lives. And we have to figure out in our lives, each one individually, what is the inheritance God wants to give me? You know, many people think in terms of you know, even Esau, you know, he was starving. He's like, give me, give me the food or I'm going to die. Give me, give me something to eat. I'm dying. And that's where Jacob took advantage of him. He says, well, if you give me your, your uh, birthright, you know, I'll feed you. And sometimes that's what the world does to us. It'll say, okay, give up your faith, give up your, your conviction of Christ, give up, um, you know, the inheritance God has given you, the spiritual inheritance, because that's the most important one. And I will give you this, whatever that this might be for us, whatever that temptation might be. And and that's where we have to be, you know, taking on the armor of Christ. That's where we need to know where that lies for each and every one of us, because, you know, we, we don't all have the same, same temptations, you know, the same, you know, even ideas or, or, um, you know, things that we want. 
So I think that is a very, very important uh, lesson to Penella. Very, very important for us. I agree. Yeah. When, you know, when you look at your inheritance, inheritance, what is your inheritance? Do you have your inheritance? And if you have your inheritance, how are you holding on to it? Or what are you doing with it? And how are you utilizing the inheritance that's given to you? And can your inheritance easily be stolen? Yes. Yes. So I think um, it, it's given me pause to think about, you know, what is my inheritance? What is my inheritance? I... I, 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 it's just so much that I, I claim is my inheritance, you know? Amen. It's, it's like, it even goes down to, when, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I say, thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to see another day. That's an inheritance to me. I was yeah. allowed to see another day. So now what am I going to do with this day? How am I going to utilize it? And, you know, even our bodies, taking care of our bodies. We were talking about that earlier. Yes. So um, that's, you know, to eating right, if we would have eaten right early on, we probably would have prolonged things a little bit. But, you know, God also can restore things, too, that you've yes. lost. Yes. So um, that's my take on it. Yeah, and he'll 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 restore what the locust took away. He will. Yes. As, as in Job. You know, he had everything taken away from him, but it was restored right. double. Double, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, well, I think for this generation, they don't know the importance of inheritance. Just like yeah. with our generation, I think, and the upcoming generation, people don't recognize that eternity is sure, mm -hmm. and so are the two destinations. And so with the combination of our world, media, you know, broken families, everything else, you know, trying to get this generation to just stop and think, don't have unprotected sex. Don't go on, you know, sites on the internet. Don't go out after, you know, just the, the little simplest things can deter your inheritance everyday stuff and you know the enemy is so embedded in everything because we're so valuable we're so valuable to our creator yeah. and the kingdom that's why the onslaught so you know when we can get our little ones to recognize their value that would lead to even more, you know, wanting to hold on to your inheritance and not deter it. But it would yeah. just, you know, out of the womb, they're just bombarded. And if you're not prepared as a, as a parent, as a caregiver to weaponize against the onslaught, the simplest little things, even sending them to kindergarten now. Well, mom, I know I have a little thing that says I'm a boy, but guess what? So it's, you know, you got to be on your game with communication, with follow through, with 
everything from the time of diapers. And it's, yeah. it is just so easy to lose the inheritance now more than ever. That and is we got to be on it. True. So you know, because our identity has been usurped. That's the problem. Our image of God, our worth is in Christ, not in ourselves. Okay. And that is the, the Satan has reversed the issue. He's reversed. Like we do, you see all these social media selfies, selfie, selfie. What does selfie mean? Selfishness. We seek our own pleasure. We seek our own whatever it might be. And we've, and he's corrupted the image of man to understand that we were made and created for his honor and his glory, not for our own honor, our own glory. And sometimes even raising our kids, there's, there's a certain, you know, you have to be careful because you might give that child the, 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 the idea that he is self-important, that he is more than what he was created to be. And that is also an issue, you know, because being self-aware and being humble in your own worth is different from the, the, the image that is given now to these kids. You know, they're very selfish. Hmm. very selfish and and most of you know the culture is very selfish so if it doesn't appeal to me because i'm serving someone else i'm serving god then i don't want it i want to self my i want to serve myself yeah. and to a certain extent that was what you what what esau did too you know yeah I was thinking about something that Miss Tina said about valuable. And I'm thinking, you know, Christians right now are a hot commodity, and so are the children. So it's 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 like the devil wants us and 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 you know, and I paralleled that with the the stew that Esau wanted so bad because you know he was hungry. And I'm thinking the devil is hungry too. And he's wanting to come up, come after the stronger Christians and the, the children because they're, they're, you know, they can be swayed one yeah. way or the other. Uh, but as Christians, I think we have to firm up our walk, brighten our light and season the earth a little bit more because the it, it it's a it's a rat race the devil wants us because you know we, we just have to keep ourselves guarded uh, some of the christians have fallen away we could see it and 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 when we're reading certain articles or certain topics that come across our phones or the tv on what this pastor did or what this gospel artist has done is doing out there. And, and it's like, okay, you know, either they weren't firming up or someone wasn't holding them up and they've just been kind of 
gradually consumed by the societal and calling it their norms now. So I just think um, we just have to be alert and on guard and keep ourselves armored up. Ephesians 6. And on our knees. <laughs> on our knees, on our uh, whatever posture. <laughs> whatever posture. Yeah. Well, the posture is not, you know, I'm just saying on, on our knees as a symbol of prayer. But, you know, we, we need to be constantly in prayer. I agree. That's the, that's, that's the main um, guard against the devil and his wiles. You know, if we don't have that spirit of, of that Holy Spirit and seeking it on a daily basis, we're working on our own strength, not on God's strength. Right. Let's call. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And that, that we do. We're we're not working. We we need Christ. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the 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 angels of protection. We need it all. All right, Miss Carl. We got heavenly host. <laughs> oh yeah, tell me about it. You know, one of the things that we need to all of us and teach our children is to stand. Do not compromise your integrity. Do not compromise who you are in God. Everything has an expiration. The enemy will try to come, but yes. do not give way to the enemy. And as I said, many of our prayers work, right? It's not just for one person. You know, each and every person, one of us carries something for a generation, our generations. Mm -hmm. So when you find certain things happening in family, it's because of the exchange that they have done or somebody have done way back then. So you find that enemies coming in. Because what if we notice in the Bible what is happening? Esau was against Jacob because he's, um, Jacob wanted a blessing. The birthright comes with a blessing, not just for one person, yes. but for an entire generation. And we came out of that, that the blessings of Jacob because of the exchange that was happening. The trick him. He was a trickster. But because he got the blessing and first, the blessing did not just start with Jacob. The blessing was given to him by his very own brother who renounced his birthright to his brother. The trade. And we got to be very careful because words have power. It was a decree that he made. I'm, I'm giving you my birthright, my, my inheritance, my blessing that I'm supposed to receive. And because right. of that exchange, are many, and many times the kingdom of darkness, that is what it does. When people go and indulge in these things, they're not just going for one person. They're going affecting generations. They're going dealing with certain stuff that is going to affect generations. Oh, I need, the, I need the wealth. I need to be wealthy. I need to be this for my family. Yes, but I'm going to leave, in a, leave a legacy for them. But behind that legacy come in a whole lot of stuff. And I'm going to be very straight. Comes homosexuality, spirit, attacking young, innocent people in the family. They're like, where does spirit come from? If I... Um, Women not being even getting married, you find a poverty spirit comes in, a whole lot of stuff. Those things have long-term effect. And we have to take back that which, because Christ has redeemed us. He came and redeemed us back from the enemy. He came and become the Holy Spirit and redeemed us. And we have the authority in him. But at the same time, we got to go into some deep praying, deep thinking. But the birthright is not just for one person represents a generation, and we are the generation. 
and generations are coming out of us. We are giving birth. We are supposed to be fruitful, multiply. But at the same time, those spirits and those things fight what God has called us to do. Amen. 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 So let us re-examine, go before the Lord in our own time. And let the Lord speak to us. Ask God to show us things. God can show us yes. things. He says, if you call yes. upon me, I will show you great and mighty things that you know not of. There are things that we might be baffling with that we people want to walk right, but there's this spirit attacking that needs to be coming back way back from when that needs to be dealt with. All of those things need to be dealt with. And I urge each and every one of us and those that might be listening to this podcast, go before the Lord, those that know the Lord and those that are standing with God, Keep standing. Do not give in to the pressure. Ask God for the grace to stand. Without God's grace, we cannot make it. Everything has a grace Amen. for grace so that we can stand. For you to be academically successful, it's a grace. For you to stand even in the midst of chaos, it's a grace. Amen. Ask God for the grace. Amen. So. Amen. Before that, do anybody have any prayer requests? Um. Ooh, this is devotion. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Help us, Lord. Amen. Help us. We need you, Father. We do. Oh, it's Friday. We have to do a little Bible trivia. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot about the trivia. Oh, I'm That's sorry. right. <laughs> we have to test our minds. The dude will test our <laughs> minds today. Are we ready? Yeah. We ready. Okay. <laughs> What did Paul tell Timothy to drink for his stomach ailment? Water, goat's milk, wine, beer, or milk and honey? Wine. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to say wine, too, because that was going on during that time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it is, in fact, wine. Paul tells Timothy to drink a little wine and no longer only water for his stomach's sake. And that's in First Timothy 523. Very good. I wonder can we do that? All right. During that time, the water was messed up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. A lot okay. of water pollution. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. According to Paul, what is the root of all evil? We should all get this one. I, I hope sin, love of money, ungodliness, temptation, or gossip. <laughs> Although some of these could be more than one, I guess, but that's not, right. there's only one right answer. Okay, the question was again. According to Paul, what is the root of all evil? Sin, love of money, ungodliness, temptation, or gossip? The love of money. Yeah. yeah. I second yeah. that. Me too. Miss Croncall chosen? She's going to go with the love of money too. He's okay. It is. Although <laughs> gossip would probably be a good answer too, I would think. But okay. Right. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, Paul was urging his readers to pursue Christ and not money in first Timothy six, verse ten. Yeah, but okay, the but idea there is love of money, not money per se. Right. Yeah. The love right. of it. What did Barnabas sell so he could give money to the apostles? Gold, spices, land. House or silk? What did Barnabas sell so he could give money to the apostles? Gold, spices, land, house, or silk? The last one was silk. 
Yeah, last one was silk. Okay. I thought it was his house. Silk? Mm. Yeah, Here we go. A house, a silk. Land. This is, it's either land or his house. Okay, everyone's answers in? Yeah. Okay, it was land. Okay. Barnabas helped the apostles by contributing to their care in Acts 4, verse 37. Okay, very good. Two more to go. What did Moses' rod turn into? Gold, a serpent, silver, arrow, or child? <laughs> the, 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 whatever came to Eve in the garden. <laughs> right. Serpent here. Okay, we agree with that. <laughs> or do we have something else? What did Moses' rod turn into? Gold, serpent, silver, arrow, or child? It was, of course, serpent. The Lord told Moses to cast his rod down and turned it into a serpent in Exodus 4, verse 3. And last but not least, what did manna taste like? Fish, wafers made with honey, milk and honey, or honey and butter? Wow. I'm going to go with something to do with honey since it's three out of four. <laughs> number two. What is uh, wafers, two? wafers with honey? Yeah. I'm going with that one too. Anything else or are we going with wafers made with honey? I guess we're going with wafers made with honey. Okay. Manna was white like coriander and tasted like wafers of honey. Yay. Exodus 16, 31. Good job today, crazy prayer ladies. All right. Way and now, go. Sister Crown Call Chosen will lead us in prayer. Well, I guess I'll start off with the praise re report. My uh, eyes are healthy, according to the ophthalmologist, and she found a couple little floaters there, but she said that may go away in weeks and months, but your brain gets used to it, but my eyes look good, she said. <laughs> so that's Amen. my report. But I pray for us to love God first and love one another. And uh, that God keeps his angels of protection around each and every one of us on this line in our household and especially our children. Amen. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. I want to scream, but just, just bring let the prayer, the prayer request come in. Oh my God! Yeah, you can thanks for the prayer request. I was gonna say the same. You know what you mentioned. I think that's very, very good, very important. Not to compromise our integrity as Christians. Um, you know, to seek Him first in everything we do, and especially during these hard times. You know, remain prayerful. Remain constantly in prayer for for us our families especially you know the generational curses that God will open our eyes to them that we will understand and you know seek his face first before anything else and you know pray for the uh, don't know him and the leadership in the nations okay. and now just the Lord would just open our eyes to every opportunity to uh evangelize and, and witness Amen. to possibly uh, save a soul. He would use us Amen. to save souls every day. 
you know, when we go to the bookstore, you see row upon row of self-help help books to yes. help with everything from dieting to how you raise your kids to how you can budget your money. And we could save a lot of time and money if we realize we only need one book, the Bible, everything's in there. And we pray that people, you know, will turn to the Bible for their answers and not whoever, yes. or whatever. I um want to recognize that Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought the Holy Spirit was dealing with Crown Call Children over there. Hello. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh. Amen. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Father, you're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty. Father, there is none like you. None can be compared to you. You're Abba, you're Elohim, you're Adonai, you're the name that is above every other name. This morning as we come to you, creating us a clean heart, Renew the right spirit within us. Purchase and wash us with your hyssop. We ask for mercy because your mercies is new each day. And we thank you for your mercy because you are mercy. Oh, Lord God, you're plural. Oh, God, you're not singular, but you're plural. Your mercies. So, Father, we thank you this morning that you're bringing us back. You're bringing us back. You're bringing us back. You're bringing us back. In the name of Jesus, we pull our family back today in the name that is a above every other name and the eternal covenant of the most high God, the Lord Jesus Christ that came and died on the cross, the sacrificial lamb. Today we pull back and we take back the kingdom of God, suffer violence and the violence taken by force. Yes, Lord. My God. And you said we shall tread upon serpents and scorpions. By no means it shall harm us. I cover every person here under the blood because these prayers are going to be very deep this morning. I know the enemy is going to be. I feel the weight of the enemy. I know they have Satan, the Lord. I feel I feel his presence. But no weapon form against us. No weapon form. No weapon form. No weapon form. No weapon form in the name of Jesus. No yes. weapon form, no weapon form, no weapon. I cover every family member with the blood of Jesus. I cover every family member with the blood of Jesus. I cover every family member with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus speaker. The blood of Jesus speaker. The blood of Jesus in our homes. The blood of Jesus in our DNA. The blood of Jesus in our bloodline. The blood of Jesus in our going out and coming in. The blood of Jesus. The fire of God. 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 
the fire of God, the fire of God, the fire, 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 the fire of God. We consume your plans, devil. We consume it in the name of Jesus. We tear it down. Let God arise and let our enemies be scattered in our family line, in our homes, in our health, in our ministry, in our purpose, in our nation, in our community, in our season, in our day, in our years, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, Father, today we take back our birthright by the blood of Jesus. We take back our birthright today by the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. We take back where our ancestors, our generation has passed, has traded it for wealth or for whatever means, and they have dwelt in the kingdom of darkness. Today we come in the blood of Jesus. We are children of the Most High God, and we take it back right now. We take it back right now. We take back our birthright. We take back our inheritance. We take back our breakthrough. We take back our children. We take the children back for the kingdom of God. We yeah, take the yes. children back for the kingdom of down. God. We take the children back for the kingdom of God. We take the children back for the kingdom of God. We take them back. We take them Amen. back. We take back our birthright right now. In the name of Jesus, we Amen. take it yes. back. Father, let us walk in our God-given identity. Cause yes. us to walk in the identity that you created us with. Yes. Every other identity must be removed. So yes. they remove the veils, remove the barriers. We speak to the altars. We speak yes. to the spreaded operation in the courts yes. of heaven. Where these 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 things that's been speaking against us and coming and presenting themselves say, I have a covenant with their family by the covenant of the blood of Jesus. Jesus, those covenants are now broken. We Amen. destroy them. We dislodge them. We disintegrate them now in the name and the blood of Jesus and the eternal covenant of the blood of the Messiah because God redeemed us and today our family is redeemed. We command a war in the heavenlies and in the earth because God, you are a goel. You are the one that redeemed. You are the one that come and become a... You said you will be a husband to the widow and today, Lord God, you're yes. bringing us back from the distant places. Amen. Yes, oh, yeah. Father, yes. we take it back. We yes. take back. We take yes. back the plans and the purpose for every family represented on this line. And even those yes. that are listening worldwide, take yes. back your birthright. Take back your inheritance where it has been treated. You have access because you have you have access to the holies of hope because Christ has tore the veil and you have access to the most yeah. high God. And we come, you said you, you we have power. So we yeah. take it back today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, show us show us great and mighty things we know not of that needs yeah. to be fixed. We come in the anointed of Gideon and we pull down the altars that has been established, the faith, the false God to be turned down in the name of Jesus right now. So Father, we ask you. Yes. We ask you to have your way. I come against counter-attacking forces. I superimpose yes. the spirit of life in Christ yes. over the spirit of death, hell, and the grave from any one of us or our family. But let God arise and let the enemy be scattered. Father, you said no, no harm will come near us because we dwell in your secret place. And because of Amen. these spirits, let there be no attack. Let there be nothing, no confusion, be nothing, no accident, no tragedy, no death, nothing. But Lord, yes. we thank you, O oh God, for the manifestation and your manifested presence of results. And gates are being opened. Freedom is coming now. The oppression yes. is being removed. Our children are coming back in the right mind, the mind of Christ, and even us 
in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I sent my to Penel, I sent my son the, you know, the, the recordings and that first one. And he said that that prayer, you did it. He said he felt that. He felt that. Yes. Amen. I'm telling you, I felt I I I I feel all your prayers. I do too. Amen. Yeah. Well, you know what time it is, ladies uh and gentlemen, man. Um <laughs> God be with you till we meet again. And I loved you. And I loved you. And ain't nothing you could do about it. Amen and hallelujah. Okay. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one for another. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe. Indeed. Amen. amen. Take that with Have you and all that you do. Amen. Have a nice one, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send your prayer requests to cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. We also have live Bible study led by Miss Crown Call Chosen every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. For more details, email cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. Join us again next time for the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast.